0: Internet, and welcome to another exciting episode of the transatlantic podcast a conversation about trans topics of two people across the pond from each other my name is Kat and I'm a British trans woman my name is Lux and
1: I'm an American genderqueer person yay yeah see we did it
0: we did it succinctly yeah. um, <laughs> this this is recorded this might have a little quality distinction because I'm recording in a different place than normal but it should be fine anyway. We were going to talk about dating um, a bit briefly. It could be fun. Um, I should preface this, that I haven't dated a lot since transitioning. Lux, I don't think you you were saying you hadn't really much either, right? No, nope, Not really.
1: <laughs> a little so bit.
0: very informed. <laughs> totally.
1: People keep asking, yeah. though. And it, it is a really common thing. Like, trans people want to be like, hey... Your, your people who seem pretty cool how do you do dating how does dating go for you and then cis people are like how, how does this work in general and I want to have answers but uh, yeah. I need people to <laughs> actually date me and then if tell. you want to know how trans people have sex I need people to actually have sex with me so it's this whole thing and yes it's so much effort you guys <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so this podcast is just a casting call basically to get people to come over here and date us
1: is, Yeah, exactly <laughs> I, I will consider LDRs
0: <laughs> Okay, good, alright, we have that advert going up You know, we'll put a link to um, your Tinder profile <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I don't think Tinder works that way <laughs> I'm pretty sure you I can't link to so profiles either. We could link to my <laughs> OkCupid, that would be acceptable
0: Yeah, I've got one of those too, we can do that
1: <laughs>
0: Not really. Dear Lord. No, I had someone like we were in. A, we, I was in a gay bar with a few friends a couple of weeks ago, and one of them went up to me and they was like, "So how do you do this then? Just go up to a girl and just start dancing." I was like, "Well, usually I sit here and drink and then I go home." <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like that's how
1: this is usually done.
0: Yeah, usually, u- usually nothing happens, and that's just the end of it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've had, um, I've had. I guess, like, before, like, I, I, okay, so my limited dating experience, I'll be real for a minute here. I have generally found it easier to find dudes to sleep with, and I'm pretty sure that that's just true for everybody, that it's easier to find cis dudes to sleep with. I I, I think that's true, too. I think it's just generally easier to get them to sleep with you, Um, Mm. but I don't know. Maybe that's not true. Quite a few of them still were interested in me, despite the fact that I've been on testosterone for two
0: years. I have had experience from trans women that aren't myself that have briefly looked for dudes or are into dudes. That dudes are kind of more up for it, but again, like not corroborated. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this it's difficult
1: as we are both people who are attracted to women, and women are more difficult to find who are okay. So I've had this thing recently where, I, I think. Like, there was a little bit of interest in this person, but uh, she was like, I don't know if I'm bisexual. And I was like, wow, people have to, like, people have to, like, women particularly. And um, this could be true for either of us. I, I don't know uh, how, it yeah. would, how you feel about it. Like, cis women. Um, but they, they, they have, like, this inner crisis of needing to know whether they're bisexual or not. Like, it's a weird thing. I don't... And I I guess it's a... For you, it's trying to find cis lesbians, but then, like, cis lesbians can be, you know, the way that they are sometimes about trans women. (laughs) Um, And for me, Uh I'm just, like, I just don't seem to have, like, the confidence to talk to people or... Or, like, the conversations that I've had over Tinder or OkCupid just tend to sort of fizzle out and don't ever really lead anywhere. I I didn't yeah. meet one person, so I sort kind of sort of went on a date. Like, we just went for a walk, basically, for a couple of hours and talked and shit. So, that was the extent of that, though, because I don't think that, that we've really nice, talked huh? since then. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were just here for the summer or whatever.
0: Yeah, to be honest either, I share your confidence issues and that's sort of why I haven't dated much either. Like, it's just like, you talk and then it fizzles out or you just, alright, stop looking at the app for whatever reason and forget it exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I like have no confidence to approach people in real life and then that, a lot of that stems, I think, from, like, being trans and sort of growing up with a, having a really, really weird relationship with your body and mm-hmm. me not seeing much self-worth in myself, which is a yeah. redundant word. But I don't know if you feel the same way that it sort of, maybe it comes from that. Um,
1: I mean, for me, it, like, the most present issue or the most recent issue has been that, like, I, I have this issue that my, my partner, my nested partner, has an easier time with women because he is a conventionally attractive cis male. And so I was under the impression that like, over the past couple of years, my face has changed shape and shit. And mm. I specifically don't wear my rainbow plugs most of the time um, to dissuade people from the notion that I am a lesbian. Like there's this thing about rainbows when you're trans masculine or whatever. There's this thing about mm. rainbows that if you put a fucking rainbow anywhere on you, people are going to assume that you are a butch lesbian you get the rainbow off of you you're an effeminate man but like that seriously is an an annoying thing to not be able to wear without being like it fucking up your whatever but uh it also depends on the circumstances or whatever so my point is that I thought that I was heading in a direction like at least if I'm heading in a direction away from where all of the easy to sleep with people are I'll be heading toward easy to sleep with people on this other grounds like because like for example my nested partner is a heterosexual male and is therefore like slightly less attracted to me because testosterone has changed a lot of things about me including like the way that I smell and things like that Um, but I don't seem to be appealing to women they just don't like come to me or I don't again it's a confidence issue maybe I just don't strike up conversations with people but like I don't know what to do especially because I know what it's like to be a you know female identified person who is uncomfortable about people hitting on them and i don't yeah. want to do that to people so i'm just like i don't know what to do and it's it's a big thing it's a whole thing i'm having a lot of issues with it actually yeah
0: i do think that that's sort of like a sort of issue like being a feminine being a feminist and dating and being single is that I mean, you, i'm well aware but um, I know I'm imagining a lot of people feel, feel the same of like not wanting to come across as creepy when you hit on someone. Yeah,
1: or, or just not wanting to annoy people. Like I get annoyed by a lot of shit and I will say that a lot of it's probably not warranted. But if I am out and about in the wintertime and I have my stegosaur hat on, I don't want to hear another person in my entire life say that they like my hat. Like, unless I'm at an event where I'm with friends or with like-minded people or something like that, like, I just I just don't want to hear it. I don't fucking care if people like my hat. I don't wear it for other people. I wear it for me. And, you know, so that's just one thing that I get irritated by. So I'm like, I don't want to talk to... Some, I don't want to interrupt their day. If they're wearing headphones, you know, like, that's a double don't fucking talk to them Like, I just don't want to bother people because I hate being bothered by strangers so much. I
0: hate people. (laughs) I'm glad to hear someone actually want to seize headphones as a sign to not talk to people because every time I go out with my headphones on, people come up to me and make this headphones taking off motion. Like, I should just start (laughs) taking them off and chatting with them. And it's like, no, dude, I've got these on. These are staying on. Yeah, like, like, I've got my own thing going
1: on. I don't know. People are just i just don't pick up on some of the signals i guess i don't know
0: but yeah, I don't yeah know.
1: it's a it's a conundrum either way
0: yeah like like what you're talking about with the um with the bis- or just bringing it back to the the bisexuality question like i could like last year obviously like i've changed a bit since then i've got red hair now so you never know things these yeah. things can change i'm
1: you're looking I'm very cute lately.
0: <laughs> thank you very much i feel very cute these days don't, I, I shouldn't say that out loud because Naomi will hear this and she'll start being mean to me again <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, no so until like last year um, we had um, I was I ended up kissing someone outside a gay bar one night and they basically like, they identified you know, as a lesbian and like immediately after they were like had this sort of crisis and they were like oh no I don't know how to feel about myself now maybe I'm pan I was like no dude oh my god yeah that's how it rough then I have this shit works it's okay. Uh, to be fair, when I look back at it, I didn't pass as well as I do now, and i still got a long way to go and things. I'm, and they're fine, and they've, like, got better, and these things happen, honestly. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah.
0: it's air through the engine.
1: And, and it, you did look quite different a year ago. You posted those, like, four years of pics. Yeah, yeah. You've changed radically.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. Anyone who wants to go on Reddit and update that timeline because it's getting, like, no upvotes now, that would be good. <laughs> Send me like, I have a Reddit now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I, I think like two. I've got 28 like, 28 upvotes, which is like, which is like a crime. So uh. you know, that's not great. I think it's, I think it's because I don't understand how Reddit works. I uh, don't also, either. the fact that like the thumbnail only shows the top two guy pictures. So if they think that's the transition, they're going to be very surprised. Uh, yeah. <laughs> i send it to you now. Uh, you've okay. seen it already, obviously, but. This is a shout-out. Um, what was I going to say?
1: You've got red <laughs> hair now.
0: Yeah, I do have red hair now. I think that was just related. I think I was just excited to say it.
1: Okay. I was <laughs> like, that's where we left off. You were, you were talking about your appearance, and a year ago you looked different, and someone that was like a cis lesbian oh, yeah. had a crisis. So we yeah, both yeah, yeah. like have experienced this thing where like, I don't think it was so much an issue... I mean, honestly, I don't even think, I don't know, actually, if my nested partner had any kind of introspection on whether to change the label. It occurs to me that I never asked. Um, Yeah. uh, Because our relationship has usually been, like, I I mean, we started out basically in a heterosexual relationship for all things, like... For you know for all that it matters, like I was identifying as gender queer, but I had no plans to transition, so i was and I liked being cute and shit, which like that oh, I know what we can talk about next episode if you want to uh if you want to talk about it. I have a whole sure. thing I have a whole thing um but anyway, our relationship has been well, can we sort say, it,
0: say it now and i'll and I'll write it down just in case we, we forget
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, uh. Make your note uh, to ask me what yeah. I'm wearing.
0: Ask Lux what they are wearing. Okay. Yeah, I've made that, the note.
1: That'll suffice. <laughs> It'll make no sense, and then in a week, people will understand what it means. <laughs>
0: Brilliant. <laughs> if you even
1: get it out a week from the previous episode, <laughs> Ooh, who knows? Suspense. Uh,
0: <coughs> yeah, I to, I'll I'll do it. I'll I'll, I'll try and be timely. Yeah. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> It's okay. It's a test. We'll see how it goes. Um, Uh, Everyone will be able to hold you accountable.
1: (laughs) But anyway, I was saying that things in my relationship are fairly, they've been fairly heteronormative, and I'm okay with that. Uh, Well, actually, like, a lot of our dynamic is sort of opposite to what you would expect in terms of, like, uh, who needs physical affection or who needs intimacy or who needs more talking or whatever. Like, some of those, like, expectations... uh, who makes the most money and shit like that have been like flipped for us, but like mm-hmm. as far as like our physical relationship goes, I, like I have a fairly heteronormative life. Uh, when things are like that, I don't know. I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: And yeah, women like there. I've 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 like had flings, sort of like okay. I've dated casually. Actually, to be fair, I actually have dated several people in the last couple of years. If i like, like honestly about it, like some of them are more like friends with benefits type situations. I like I was hanging out with a guy, um, on and off. Like I think we saw each other total of like five or six times, maybe over the course of like yeah. six months, and we hooked up. But that was like he was a pansexual identified cis male dude, and mm-hmm. it was. Fairly heteronormative also. Yeah. In, you know, all the ways that it usually is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything in that that was truly extraordinary. I mean, and it worked because it was casual. Like, he was dating someone in a primary relationship, but she was asexual repulsed. Um, So that's why he was, like, that's why they were trying the poly thing. So it was... Like from the start, I knew that it was a non-escalating relationship, so those casual. Do you feel
0: like, do you feel like you find it easier to hook up with all the other poly people?
1: I wouldn't hook up with someone. Well, I mean, if they if they were single, I would hook up with somebody who didn't identify as poly, I guess. Uh, but I'm not gonna date someone who isn't cool with the poly situation. Like, I I like sure. if we had an arrangement where the other person wasn't interested in dating people besides me, that's fine. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do um, because that's kind of how we operate. Like, we, we, you know, we touch base with each other. I always feel like it's good to, like, keep everybody informed and, like, get everybody's opinion on a situation Yeah. as far as poly shit goes.
0: Um, I mean, that's the point of the dating, right? Is- like, if you're going to make something last, you have to, like, communicate and understand what, what each other want. And if it's not compatible, then you end it. And that's yeah. sort of how it goes.
1: Yeah. So each relationship still gets addressed on its own fundamentals and its own merits and all that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if somebody identifies as polyam or whatever, then they're more likely to be cool with all of the other shit that I am that you have to yeah. be cool with in order to qualify for sleeping with me, you know? <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah, I've also, like, I, I got into an accidental, like, it was the first time I ever blacked out with alcohol, like, thing with my oh. best friend's roommate, who is a trans nice. guy.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember it? I remember bits. Okay. <laughs> but not enough for it to really matter. I don't know. It was yeah. it was a thing. Afterwards, that sure. person was like, "I am not going to get super drunk when people are over anymore because something about this collective group of people just it just happens." <laughs> so I mean, there's a yeah. There's a, if you may you make each other a certain way, I suppose when you're together. This get, is part <laughs> of why I don't stay over at my best friend's house very often. <laughs> it's also why I'm not yeah. drinking.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting.
1: I mean, Um, it's just one of the factors. Like, that was the first time I ever blacked out, and it made me very uncomfortable. Like, that's part of why I don't really like to, you know, trumpet that situation, because I, like, am not... I'm I'm not happy about... I mean, it's not, like, entirely my fault. I'm very skinny, and I don't eat. mm -hmm. So I get drunk very easily, and I lose track, and I get super drunk really easily. So... To be fair, like, there is just not, it's a not paying attention thing, but I do yeah. get super drunk super easily, super fast, and I don't pay to attention. Fa-
0: to be fair, the other day I was at a housewarming party and I apparently left at 2am without telling anyone and just turned up awake in my bed with the blade of muscles, so okay. <laughs> I'm well, much
1: better. I'm glad that you live, you're alive. <laughs>
0: Thank you. It was a nice, nice. I got up an apology the next day and it was my ex just, she was like, I'm really sorry for showing, for like signing a pic, for like seeing that picture of your, of your, of your midriff and showing it to all my friends. I was like, yeah, that was kind of awkward, but that's fine. Oh God. <laughs> we were talking about weight loss and I got like a picture out and I was like, yeah, this is what a little like." And she's like, that's you. I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh my God. And she's showing it to everyone. I was like, her fiance is there. And I was like, oh dear, this is not going to end well. Like, but it was awkward. fine. We were all very drunk. Yeah. Yeah <laughs>
1: It's good you were all drunk, so it's all the awkwardness just sort of fades away. Yeah, it's a little lubricant on it. But yeah. Lubricant. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I literally okay. I'm an adult and I just laughed at the word lubricant. It is a funny word. <laughs>
0: I'll give you that. Oh um, no. Yeah. Okay. But if I felt at my dating experiences, I feel you like like, like you've you probably had a lot more than me. Um Apparently I have. like... Yeah, I mean, I've had, like, I've, like, you know, like, talked to people on Tinder mainly, and, like, I've, I've agreed to meet up with a couple of people, and it usually doesn't end up working out, like, people like, oh, we'll do it next week, oh, we'll do it next week, and then it just ends up blowing off, that's happened with a few people. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking to a couple of people right now, but I don't know, I don't know how far it's going to go. I've, like, only really dated one person in real life, and dated, so it's a bit of a stretch, of, like, being on dates with someone in real life, mm-hmm. and, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's different. It is different, and I think it's like part of the reason why like it feels good to do that is because because it sort of goes back to what you were saying like it feeling not feeling heteronormative anymore, like like part of my favorite thing about like dating now as opposed to before is like feel like like you're being tra- I'm being treated like a woman, like it feels different, like you know you yeah. like, especially if you if you're intimate with someone and they're like seeing you as a girl like that's. Life changing compared to what it was before, and that makes like it a hundred times more comfortable, no matter other factors. Yeah, one
1: thing that's been sort of, I mean, probably something that makes my experience of being trans inconsistent to most people's is that I still, for the most part, don't mind having a more or less feminine, typical role in bed. So that's why yeah. I've like I, um. I had a girl, like, I've had sex with a woman one time, because and I say Mm -hmm. that because uh, I've had sex with other people with vaginas, but they were trans, so I don't count that as having sex with women, obviously. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that experience was pretty awesome. Uh, It was like a three-way, though, so, you know, whatever. Uh, Not exactly like an isolated incident. To which I could say, like, oh, this is how I am sexually with women. Um, because yeah. I just don't have an informed decision. Uh, like, an informed, like, ability to say how I how it is when I'm dating women as opposed to men. Um, and then I had another relationship I, for a few months earlier this year. Well, it started late last year. Ended in January this year. Uh, w- at which point I realized that i'm really not that into cis men anymore like i don't know something about the experience like it was nothing wrong with the person i love the person dearly but it just made me feel kind of icky in the way that thinking about having sex with somebody that you're not attracted to makes you feel icky (laughs) and i feel that way about most men (laughs)
0: Do you feel like that's changed over the course of you transitioning? Because I've heard, like, you know, you like sometimes you see people on the internet saying, that, oh, my sexuality changed with hormones and stuff. Like, have you, do you feel like you've had that experience?
1: So, it's really interesting because I'm aware of that uh, thing that happens. And with people who are gender, uh, people who are gender non-conforming who take hormones, uh, like, whatever, FTM, uh, if that's the terminology that I'm just going to regress to for a second, Um, Most of the time, it leads them to have more relationships with men, Uh, Mm. like to feel more comfortable being like uh, like identifying as gay trans men or whatever. Yeah. My my, like attraction to women, like becoming more attracted to women than men has been like I, I can remember there being a blip when I was dating the person before I was dating my current partner who, uh, we're going on eight years here in a couple months for reference. Um, and then like definitely at least six months before I started taking tea, I was noticing how much more often I was noticing attractive women. So it started before I was on tea and it, I mean, honestly, like, it's just kind of continued on in the same direction. And I don't know if it's just because of a familiarity issues or what exactly it is.
0: I don't know. So like maybe it's maybe it's like you're becoming more comfortable with your role and how you see yourself rather than anything chemical.
1: I, I really don't know. And it's not a role thing. Like, I don't... When I'm thinking about having sex with women, I'm not necessarily in a dominant role. Sure. So, I don't know exactly how it works, but I I would say that I don't think that testosterone has been active in changing my orientation. Like I certainly don't think that that's the case. I was gonna make a video, like a silly video at some point, called like "Did T turn me straight or some shit like that." <laughs> I decided not to, but
0: yeah, it was a cute click, idea. Not click- not clickbait in, bra- in brackets.
1: Yeah, not clickbait in brackets.
0: Okay, so <laughs> speaking of
1: not clickbait in brackets, could you tell I've seen the videos? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it's yeah. A, they both do it on the. They like they were both doing it before they. Okay, so anyway, before. Yeah. I, I, so who's they? So they. Mm-mm. This is an episode about trans people dating, and yeah, I am super into YouTube and my. F- I have a group of, like, trans people that I watch on YouTube, and some of them are my favorites. Like, Steph Senyati is one of my favorite YouTubers, just period. Uh, And Ty Turner is also a great YouTuber, and they are each respectively trans, uh, binary-identified trans people, and they are now dating. And I don't even know how I'm not making inhuman sounds of screeching right (laughs) now. because Deegan is here. I mean, you
0: were on Facebook earlier, to be
1: fair. It, I was, li- like, literally, like, honestly, if Deegan wasn't here, I would just make the noises, just if, no- if for nothing else, just for you to know what yeah. I mean when I say that. Um, I'm imagining them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, their relationship has been kind of developing for a while. Uh, yeah. And it's been really cute to watch. There's a, there's an entire Twitter uh, account dedicated to, like, sharing their, like, online romance and stuff. So, like, it retweets, like, uh, pictures that they've posted on Instagram together and shit like that. And I am, like, I am, like, through the roof, like, st- stupid levels of happy for no reason at all. Just because I'm, like... <laughs> Like, I think Steph is really attractive, and I think Ty is really attractive, and I love both of their personalities, and I didn't really put it together before, but now I'm like, oh, my God, they're so perfect for each other, and, like, (laughs) ow!
0: They are two two very attractive trans people and very informative and good content creators. They have only been dating a week, apparently, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when that... Okay, that was so heavily edited, though. Like, that had to have taken, like, at least... Three or four hours to edit because it was a half an hour long, or no, no, it was twenty minutes long. So that it would it would have taken like at least three hours for all of the jump cuts that were in there and like having to get two separate files all synced up because they had the memory card cap out while they were recording the video for Steph's (laughs) uh, for Steph's channel. Um, But oh my god, like so the videos before they officially announced it or whatever, like there was the one where like. It was on Ty's channel, and in the first couple of seconds, he just, like, whipped his head to look at her and was like, hi. And she, like, looks at his entire face, like, lingering on his lips for a second and then back up at his eyes, and yeah. she's like, hi. And I'm just, just like, oh, my God, girl, you look so thirsty. <laughs> and then, like, I don't normally ship real people, but I was like, oh, my God, that was really, like, you You guys, you had a thing.
0: You had a moment. Yeah. It needs to be a thing. Ah! And video, and the video, the is... video on Steph's channel from a couple of weeks ago. That was like the, the tension was fucking palpable. Like it was. I don't know thick. if I saw that one. <laughs> what was that one? I can't remember. I was watching it
1: earlier. <laughs> I I, like, oh, no, I need. I don't remember which one was on her I just, channel. I
0: just searched reviewed for Steph Saniati, and I was like the second one that came up, and it was super super long. <laughs> See, it, if it was super super long, that might have been why I've been like yeah in and out. Like
1: sort of my depression impacts. Uh, my ability to watch videos sometimes because it takes like sure. it takes an amount of effort for me. Okay, yeah. dating dating as a trans person. Okay. Yeah, I didn't one, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch that one because I was like I don't need to know this, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or I was like I'll get to it later. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean yeah. that's like
0: on the topic of the show. That's actually a very good one if you want to do it because they've both dated around and they're all, obviously they're all making googly eyes at each other and whatever. But like it yeah. is a very informative video and they're both very that's informative so channels. Like Steph's, <laughs> Steph's done a great video on like like a well, lot sort of the facial surgery videos are very informative if you want to yes. do that sort of thing.
1: And she's gonna document her whole process where she gets uh, GRS, which she's planning yeah. on getting soon. Um, relatively soon at least I mean Jesus like it's fucking almost September right now and she she just had her face surgeried on in December this year has just gone by um it really has but anyway the point of bringing this up was just that I I I mean it just made me really happy my friend Annie um uh, posted the link to me like I hadn't There is like a process I go through when I'm waking up and I hadn't gotten to the part where I go look at my YouTube subs yet. So Mm. I just was still doing the Facebook part of the morning and somebody, yeah, my friend Annie was like, hey, this is a ship that actually happened. And I was like, are you for real? (laughs) (laughs) And then the sounds just like squeak out of hearing. Is this this your YouTube OTP? The one true pairing? Is that what that means? Yeah. I mean, I never saw it, like I never thought of it until it happened. There's, they have an older video reading our fortunes, like she taught him how to read cards or some shit, uh, like tarot, and I didn't watch that because I was like, eh, I don't really care. Like, I didn't realize that this was a building situation where (laughs) I need to go back and watch these videos clearly because there's history, and then uh, I want to I want to get the link to that Twitter uh, and have you put it in the show notes also, because I want I people to be able to follow their ship. There is a person who has taken it upon themselves to document this ship as it casts off. So thank you to whoever you are. You are doing the Lord's work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's really great. I think they're in the video, so it might even be in their show notes as well. yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> That's how I found it. Like, Steph talked about it, and then she was like, I'll, I'll put it in the links uh, below. Yeah. Her, her video, the most recent one, is the drunk boyfriend tag. Uh, yeah. So it's just her and Ty doing, like, random how well Games. do you know each other questions, basically. Yeah. And they're still in that phase of their relationship where they're, like, spilling their guts to each other about who they are. So mm. all of these details are very fresh in their minds.
0: Listeners, send us your trans OTPs. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Let us know who you ship. People were shipping, like, Chase and Steph, and I was like, okay, so I see
1: why you would think that, but no, but then I see Ty, and I'm like, oh, God, that makes sense. (laughs) So, yeah, who who are your, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to encourage people to ship real-life people, because, I mean, like, I don't know if you know about this, but there was like a huge shit show over uh people who would ship Markiplier and Jacksepticeye, um, right? And there were people, there were people like harassing, uh, Jack's girlfriend when he first was like, yeah, this is the person that I'm dating, um, and it was like people who were shipping the two of them, the two dudes, and they were like, okay, guys, stop, like. It was cute for a little while, but now it's like a serious problem. Um, so I find it like a little bit creepy when people ship real people. Yeah. But it's, I think, one thing to say, like, I can see these two people having chemistry, like, they clearly have chemistry, and be like, oh God, you guys should totally date, rather than being like, oh, these are two total strangers. And I think that they would be cute together. I don't know. Yeah. You, I, 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 think- I don't know.
0: I had an, I had an answer, but then my left boob started hurting so much that right now I just basically just shipped my left boob and ibuprofen cream.
1: Oh but, no!
0: <laughs> the trans thing. Just just trans girl things. Incredible yeah. pain in your chest. Woo. It's not, not just thing. trans girl things. I went through that. That's true. But trans girl things, you need to go through it in your like mid twenties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh dear! No, I, do, I like I like like I don't know if I like any trans fairings. I do like Rose and Rosie. I think they're very cute, but they're like a, like a cis gay couple, like one bisexual, so that doesn't really count. But I like the watching uh, them together on the YouTube. I don't know that. I don't know that
1: group of people, but that's okay. I don't need to know all of the queer YouTubers.
0: No, that's hard it's possible to keep up. there's just too many of them. right, yeah,
1: I don't and I don't even I don't actively think about shipping things, you know it's only when it yeah. becomes like it's, it's only when it's like in my face that I'm like, "Oh, that's a ship. We'll do that. Let's do that. Like, yeah, kind of like with Game of Thrones, like I'm assuming that this episode is going to come out way later. By the way, we're recording this before the last episode shows. I' um, like so
0: please don't spoil it for me if you've already seen it. <laughs>
1: Have you seen today's? No, no, no. Uh it would is it out for you guys or does it come
0: out on American time and you have to wait? I'm not going to lie. I don't have Sky, so I'm just going to illegally download it. Well, I mean, I
1: mean, I stream but I had a VPN, but I don't anymore. So, we had our uh well, I don't we I don't think we asked, but um my stepmom-in-law is Uh, gonna record it on her dvr and then we're probably gonna go over there like hopefully tomorrow evening to watch it so that's the finale though uh up until this point in game of thrones they've been they've been like hey here's danny and john and i was like okay i have no idea if they're gonna try to ship these characters like before she came to westeros i was just thinking like on a practical level
0: like how would it be advantageous for them to ship and uh, I've, I've been convinced they're going to get together since 2014. And honestly, like at this point, it's just ridiculous. Like the first thing they should have done. They're laying they it like, out oh, so thick. Listen, the first, thing t- this is getting serious now. the first thing they were together and they were like, oh, you should bend the knee. Oh, well, I need the loyalty of the North. Just fucking marry each other politically. Like Seriously, everyone is doing in the that- whole fucking show. Yeah. I solve it in one motion everyone will be fine and everything is solved. Why are they, why are they hesitating?
1: Why? Yeah, I know. Just that, fuck. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought, too. Like like, like I said, I was on a panel uh, at 2016 Convergence uh, that was the Game of Thrones panel, and it was good because yeah. it was after season six had completely aired. Um, Jesus. So, uh, we were all like, you know, predictions for next season and what's going to happen in Game of Thrones universe, and like everybody was pretty much agreed that, uh, well, most people at least were agreed that, like, as far as the politics of the show go, it would be best for Danny and John to marry each other, like, e- even before we had the confirmation of his Targaryen lineage, like, yeah even before you like without that completely disregarding it the situation that they are presently in would be beneficial for them to be like yeah let's just fuck and we'll get married later whatever um yeah but for the time being just having an armistice is you know sufficient or whatever and yeah. oh my god we, uh i i just i just don't want to spoil any specific details so talking about their relationship in
0: general is one thing but Oh my I god! I think we've kind of gone past that. I think it's fine. Like we all know that the Jon John will be fucking his aunt by the end of the show, and that's fine. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's that's
1: more broad though. Like people who aren't even fans of the show know shit like that. So like, I'm like, yeah. I was just thinking about the way that the last episode, the most recent episode, ended, and I'm like, oh my god, and I want to talk about it a little bit, but not oh, on the podcast. You mean the Amazon,
0: the Amazon Prime next day delivery Raven, and yes. the fact that the dragons can apparently move like faster than t- fighter jets. Yep. That was very. My suspension of disbelief was thoroughly shattered. But oh, you just gotta <laughs> set it aside. You just gotta pretend. No,
1: actually, in, actually, Dragonstone is a lot closer than you think it is to Eastwatch.
0: Sure, but it's no. It's it's still like the show used to be so internally consistent, and it, uh, we shouldn't get into it. Like it's got very Hollywood recently, and I still love yeah. it, but it's not the same show. It used to be so smart.
1: <laughs> I watched an entire video about how it's internally inconsistent now, and I I think it. it I don't. I just don't care. I don't know. I just don't give a shit. There's, like, a, you know, a fan theory that Viserys, or, yeah, n- no, not Viserys, uh, that Varys Viserian. is a mermaid.
0: Oh. oh, I love that theory.
1: <laughs> yeah, just because he can get places really fast, like, that are over watered and, like, you shouldn't be able to. So it's just cute, you know, yeah. cute little theories to explain away these impossible things or whatever. Uh,
0: anyhow, so. Yeah, Varys is a merman and ev- Varys is a Merling and everyone's a Targaryen. And everyone's gay. everyone Yes. Everyone's a Targaryen.
1: <laughs> everyone's a Targaryen and gay. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm just so happy that these two people in real life hooked up. So like, okay, so yeah, that was going to happen in Game of Thrones. That's the extent of the shipping that I do is when it's presented with me, like presented to me. Like, I was like, I don't know if they're going to ship Danny and Jon Snow. And then this season they've been beating me over the head with it so it's obviously like okay they are gonna head that direction with the show but yeah that's yeah like I said the extent of the shipping that I do but seriously Steph and Ty like I'm so happy like I can just be happy for someone else and it makes me all warm inside and I I, you know can forget momentarily that there are no women who want to date me who like live close (laughs) I have people who are like, oh, yeah, I would date you. And I'm like, you live so far away that you basically are just a figment of my imagination as far as my brain goes. Like, I've never met you or actually talked to you. So I have no, you, like, you are a just series of letters next to a picture.
0: (laughs) I think it's easy to get discouraged, honestly. Like, even, like, when people, like, tell you you're attractive, it's still, like, well, you're not, either you're taken or, like, you know, you wouldn't date me. It's, like, it's th- th- sometimes it rings hollow, even though, like, a lot of the time it's, like, oh, thank you. Like, half the time it's, like, yeah, well, I'm still in this state, right? You know? Yeah.
1: It's, like, you don't really know. You're not here.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, like,
1: being <laughs> told isn't the same thing as being shown is my problem.
0: Yeah. Like, there's a difference between someone saying, I find you attractive and someone actually, like, making out with you. Yes. Those are two different things. Yes. The two different things. And I like the latter a lot. Not that I don't like I, the former. I also like the former a lot, but I also yeah. like the latter a lot. Just, just good doses of both. I think my goal for 2017, I know it's a Louisiana kind of 26, my goal for 2018, maybe the goal for just ever is just to make out a lot. Love. That'll be, that'd be good.
1: Do you want <laughs> to, uh, can you think of any tips, like... Uh, can can you think of any tips for trans people or tips for cis people who want to date trans people? Just like to give a little bit of substance to the end of this podcast. I
0: will say that I think we should address this before we end. And I think this goes along with the hints is that I always put I'm trans in my bio. And I know that other people don't necessarily. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know why people don't. <laughs> It's like you're yeah. going to
1: find out later than you want them to, and it's more dangerous that way.
0: Yeah, I guess the plan is like to talk to them for a bit like in IMs first and then be like, hey, I'm trans, so they're not immediately biased and so it doesn't affect whether they match with you or not. But I'm concerned for people's safety mainly. I'm not saying that people have to out themselves to everyone, but it's a very dangerous world out there. Be upfront with it if you can, I would advise, because it's just safer that way. And you're more, you less likely to get people who are going to be, like, shit to you and stuff. Like, they're more, if people are going to read your bio and they're like, oh, they're trans and they still match with you. They're more likely to be people you want to date anyway, surely?
1: Yeah, I that's kind of
0: how I feel. I want it to be, like, one of the first things people know about
1: me. Just to get it out of the way. Because if they're going to, I mean, and being non-binary, it's even more complicated. There are, like, there's probably binary trans people who would be like, you're too complicated or whatever. Um... But, you know, if they're going to disqualify me for that, then fuck out, like, fuck off. I, you know, ultimately yeah. it's about who you are as a person and what makes you feel comfortable and validated, so.
0: Yeah. And I'm, like, kind of weird about it, because I thought of bring this shit up quite often anyway, like, I find, like, when I'm talking about myself, it comes up quite quickly. And, like, especially if they're talking, like, oh, what have you been doing? It's like, oh, and if I ever mention, like, oh, I do a podcast, and I'll be like, oh, what's about? And then you're like, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, anyway. I have to talk about it.
1: There's no way for me to like tell people that I have like YouTube without being like I'm trans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, passively I can be like I have a gaming channel. Like that's what I usually answer with because I do. Yeah. But if you um I don't tell people what it's named, so that they because if you look it up I'm, like my tagline is gaming while trans. Like that's not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the closet. It gives, it's not the point of my internet presence. <laughs> it gives the game away a bit. But yeah, some yeah. people. Some people seem to say like I've heard a lot of people like especially like cis people on Reddit. I assume they're cis people because they're because they're assholes. Um, that <laughs> <laughs> there's there's people saying things like oh you have to and if you don't tell someone then it's rape, and it's like that's absolute horseshit. Wow.
1: But, uh, yeah. If you're post op like, and you can pull it off, like I don't give a shit. You don't have to tell fucking anybody. The only thing, the only reason that I even suggest telling people is like because of your surgical status like if like a lot like seriously there's because of the way that the process was streamlined for trans women for so many years there are there's like a generation of trans women who have like the proper ghibli bits or whatever you want like they have they've (laughs) had they've had vaginoplasty stupid Um, ghibli bits yeah yeah so, like, there's there's this particular generation of trans women who are completely passing in every way because they had extensive surgery done to get them there because of the way that the streamlined process happened in the United States, at least. So, it's, yeah, like, if you can have, like, a hookup with somebody who doesn't find out you're trans because you're, like, completely and totally on the other side where you want to be whatever you want to call it I don't think there's any need to disclose in that situation it's the it's the if you have an unexpected thing
0: exactly so this is what I think about it right like people say this shit but like people don't disclose anything else the only people don't disclose in medical history people don't like if you just hope something you don't say hey I used to have cancer or like you know, like sometimes you can you could date someone. Maybe you go on a few dates. Maybe you've had sex a few times, and it turns out they're super fucking racist. Surely that's something that people, more people dump people for than tra- than than trans people. Sometimes, like if you find out someone you're someone you're fucking super racist, like that's that's the end for a lot of people. Yeah. And yet they would never say like, oh, that was the what you should have told me up front. Because why would you? You know, when you first meet up with someone, you don't know, say, hey, my name is my name is James, and I hate black people. No one says that. And it's yeah. like. <sighs>
1: It's harder, like, for trans people, like, we have to, like, dance around the language about our childhoods if, you know, we're trying to hide our trans status from somebody we're dating. Because if you're dating, then you're talking about stuff like that. You know, inevitably you'll end up you will regale them with an anecdote from earlier in your life before you were presenting as your correct gender or whatever. And you'll have to skirt around the language. Like, for a lot of people, it's just easier— so just have it up front. Like, honestly, that uh, that is a good tip because it, especially with online dating or, like, if you are in a situation where you end up talking to somebody that wasn't prearranged, like, do make sure to get it the fuck out of the way in a safe environment
0: soon. Yeah. yeah. Also, and on, and in that vein, I would say, like, if you can, this is a lot harder if you not like, don't have a lot of queer friends, date with people you know. Before, yeah. because they're going to know the shit about you before, and they're going to have less hang-ups about it. And there's going to be less, like, chance of them being, like, oh, you didn't tell me this, or, like, that's a deal breaker for me, because they know you before. And I think that's safer, but it's also extremely difficult for a lot of people.
1: I mean, your friends might, your queer friends might be able to help you, like, find somebody, too. That's another thing. That's true. Like, even if you don't know somebody who wants to date you, then like, they might still be able to introduce you to someone or, like, be your wing person or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like, help you when you go out to the club. To the club!
0: Um, what, about, what about for cis people? Do we have any advice for cis people? For cis people dating trans people? Yep. Um, so, for starters, treat them like any other woman, man, non-binary person. Treat them like a person. Don't treat them like a spectacle. Um, if, I would advise not to bring up the trans stuff unless they bring it up, because it could be awkward and you don't know how comfortable they are with it. Yep. Some people are, some people aren't. Um, be mindful when it comes, when it comes to sex, like, don't push it, but that's the same with anyone, I think. Um, like, take Ask their concerns into questions. account.
1: Like- yeah. If, if, if the person is open to, like, talking about trans-specific stuff, you can ask a lot of questions. But I was speaking specifically about, like, if you're dating someone and you want to be intimate with them, uh, you're going to have to have, like, a p- decent conversation. I, uh, I learned this from someone else, but it's c- it's called the Pants On Conversation. Where you're not in a sexual situation, you like this pants on conversation where you talk about, like, I want you to call my parts this, or I don't want you to uh, touch this part of my body. Like, some people with eating disorders, for example, uh, don't like you to touch certain parts of their body because they feel dysmorphic or whatever. And, you know, for trans people, it's like a dysphoria thing. Like, a lot of people who are trans-masculine or trans-men haven't had top surgery. They don't want you to treat their chest like you would treat a woman's chest. But, you know, there's other ways of touching them that can be more like, oh, yeah, like this is sexy in a masculine way. Um, Yeah. It's totally different. You understand, like, the way that you caress someone's chest when they're a masculine person (laughs) versus, like, a lady. Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think just in general, communication oh yeah um, it's key that's just the key to any relationship really um, be open to like exploring new things yeah also don't hide your trans partners from your friends you know yeah. don't, don't be a dick like if you want to go out with someone you're gonna have you commu- you're sort of making a commitment to them right you're sharing, you're sharing a bit of your life with them even if it's only a little bit if you're ashamed of them enough that you won't sit them to your friends you don't deserve to date them frankly I, yeah, I've seen that enough. I've heard about that enough. It's like, it does bear mention. Even though I'm assuming if you listen to this podcast, you're probably fine enough for trans people that you're okay introducing them to your friends. Also, don't out them to people unless you have permission to. Or even if even if you do, maybe don't do that anyway.
1: I mean, yeah, it's typically not something you need to bring up unless I. I mean. If you're, okay, if somebody's dating me, that's just going to come up because I just talk about my life. Like, I just talk about it. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) So it's like, if you're going to introduce me to your parents, like, this, I'm not only am I gender ambiguous, but I'm probably going to end up talking about my life in a way that indicates that I'm trans and poly and an atheist. You know, like, all these other different small things that, like just influence the way that you interact with the world and the sort of things that you think about and the sort of things that you have commentary about so like yeah like you have to be down with basically all of those things in order to date me and I don't don't think that that's bad to have like standards and to want to be found attractive in a certain way like I used to be very very annoyed with the fact that like cis men were still attracted to me for my feminine characteristics but I can appreciate my own body for what it looks like. And, you know, I can have sex with someone affirming of my masculine qualities if I wanted to. So it's okay to just do what you want with dating and to feel however you want to feel about your body. And if you want to, like, fool around with somebody, go ahead and do that. But, like, make sure that everybody's on the same page about shit because you don't want to get added to the numbers. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There are three C's. I don't know what the third one is. It's communication, consent, and something else It's very important. Um,
1: I know what you mean. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what the other <laughs> one is either. Compassion, maybe? Cake. Cake. Yes, that's it's exactly. definitely cake. Totally. I really Buy need cake. some cake.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta lose. Um, I've still gotta lose another, like another, but another like fourteen pounds to like get into the healthy limit for surgery. So I can't have cake, oh, but I really wish I oh. could. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm pre-
1: dating. Is that pretty much it for dating?
0: I think so. I think we could, maybe we'll come back to this if we have more experiences. But like for now, of I course. think that's probably that's probably all we need to say about it. Um yeah if you want to ask us quest- more questions about dating if this wasn't enough for you um, you can ask us questions about it maybe to get some clarifications Transatlantic don't be afraid to gmail. have high com. standards exactly yeah oh yeah exactly Do, Yeah. you can afford to be picky don't settle for people just because you feel like you have to you're a beautiful person don't feel like you have to you know lower yourself for anyone not that the ugly people are lowered too but you know what I mean
1: <laughs> you don't have to date a dickbag I don't know
0: Oh, yeah, well, that's... the key issue. If you're in an abusive relationship, get out. Get out. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Facebook.com um, slash transatlanticpod. Um, Twitter.com slash transatlpodcast. Um, Patreon.com slash transatlantic is up. Woo. That's a thing. Give us money. Thank Give you for money. the people who've already contributed. Thank you so, 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 so much. We've just about covered... Um, the the fees for um, hosting the podcast on SoundCloud, so twelve months of this and we'll have broken even. <laughs> yay <laughs> that's just how it goes, folks. Um, but if you want to, if you appreciate the work that we do and you want to pop some money, if you don't appreciate the work we do but you think that we didn't need the money, um, that's where you can put it. Um, right Patreon.com/slash. Le- yeah, Patreon.com/slash um Watch some videos, some cool shit. Go on there. video okay. games. You know, trans stuff. (laughs) Give me reasons to post videos. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I need ideas. (laughs) You can send. You can probably yeah. If you you can send you can send questions to Lux and ask for stuff. Ask for more videos. Ask for more topics. Um, Yeah, sure. Um, I think that's everything Um music, music is, is Runaway away by George, by George Um <laughs> Lovely lovely boy I was actually talking with him about all this trans stuff Last week so I really shouldn't have forgotten that He's a very pro trans person um, Go buy his stuff Bandcamp um, Spotify if you want to just listen to it And you don't use money to buy your music And that's about it For us we'll be back in a few minutes I mean a week uh, uh,
1: Yeah <laughs> And we are going to put that link to that uh, Twitter account that is keeping tabs on Steph and Ty like a stalker crazy person.
0: We will. And you it's... can be as creepy as we are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. See ya.
1: With the night on your side
0: I don't know who's meant to be introing. I, I've not paid attention.
1: I don't um, know. I feel like, I, I, I like legitimately feel like you do. You kind of get out, you're, you don't keep us on the rails when you introduce the episode.
0: That is true. That is undeniable at this point, I think. And it's also true
1: with the closing. I would rather have you open than close, I think. <laughs> if I have a choice about the matter.
0: The thing is, like, if I know I'm going to ramble, I can try and stop myself. I can be, I can be nice. I can, live, okay. I can be better. Okay. <laughs> then you can go ahead, answer. <laughs> Who am I doing it? Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. All right.